This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good morning, Oregon. It's Monday, June 27th. This is Beth Silvic with a news briefing from the Oregonian and Oregon Live. The U.S. Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade on Friday sparked a round of condemnation from Oregon's elected leaders and inspired protests in Portland, Eugene, and elsewhere over the weekend. Friday, Governor Kate Brown blasted the decision as, quote, disgraceful and said it would, quote, undoubtedly put many people's lives at risk, in addition to stripping away a constitutional right that disproportionately affects women and has been settled law for most of our lifetimes, quote. The decision doesn't change Oregon law, which protects access to abortion, and Brown said Friday that Oregon would join Washington and California in serving as safe havens for travelers from other states seeking abortions. On the streets of Portland, hundreds marched peacefully in several organized protests, but on Saturday night, some opponents turned to property destruction, breaking windows and tagging businesses along Sandy Boulevard, including the nearby nonprofit Mother and Child Education Center, which appears to have been mistaken for an anti-abortion pregnancy resource center. In Eugene, police arrested 10 people for disorderly conduct at a gathering that targeted an actual pregnancy resource center. Sunday marked the first anniversary of the deadly three-day heat dome that killed about 100 Oregonians, including 69 in Multnomah County last year. Climate change and other rare weather patterns, including a high-pressure zone, combined to produce record temperatures of 108 degrees on June 26, 2021, 112 degrees on June 27th, and a record-shattering 116 degrees on June 28, 2021. And while those patterns aren't likely to converge in the near future, Oregon isn't entirely safe from increasing temperatures, says a scientist from the Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory. Quote, the odds of it happening again are very small unless there's a major shift in climate regime, but our greenhouse gas emissions aren't slowing in any meaningful way, Michael Wenner told the Oregonian. As we increase greenhouse, greenhouse gases, your garden variety heat wave becomes warmer and warmer, he said. To honor the dead and learn ways to prepare for the next heat wave, groups in Portland will host what they're calling Heat Week, with events through Thursday that include a virtual talk on climate change and mental health, a bike ride, and free online training in giving aid to people suffering from heat stroke. You can find more information at heatweek.org. Portland enacted tough new rules for landlords in 2019 to make Portland's rental market better for tenants, but now Portland is likely to roll back some of those protections that went into effect in 2020 because of a lawsuit from landlords. Multifamily Northwest, a group that represents rental property owners, joined the suit and argues that the rules were cumbersome to follow. For example, it required that landlords list all of the fixtures and appliances that were covered by a renter's security deposit, and landlords have to follow a depreciation schedule if they want to repair or replace damaged items. Now the city's attorney's office is recommending getting rid of that rule to settle the lawsuit. As part of the settlement, landlords who violate Portland's tenant protection rules also would face much more lenient penalties. 
Under the old rules, landlords could face a fine as high as two times the security deposit plus attorney's fees. Now they would pay $250 per violation. Sunday's high temperature near 100 didn't keep people from reuniting at several in-person events. Sunday Parkways, a six-mile loop of car-free neighborhood streets, returned to Portland after a two-year hiatus. Sunday's event took place in the Culley neighborhood of Northeast Portland. A few miles away at Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. School, Good in the Hood ended its in-person celebration Sunday. With the theme of unity in the community, the festival showcased musicians and a market for small businesses in order to raise money for college scholarships. And in Southeast Portland, homemade boats made from milk cartons and jugs again floated on the pond at Westmoreland Park as part of the Rose Festival. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com backslash hot support.